Welcome to Who Put This On, Season 2, Episode 17, where we watch America's Got Talent, Season 12, Episode 5, and I'm Chris Lorenz. Sitting to my right is... Robert Kitts. Sitting to my left is... Harrison Hoffman. Sitting to his left. James. Sitting across from me. Any guesses what my name is this time around? Max Donald? Howie Howie Max Dell. Uh, Let me guess Max B. Uh, you know, close <laughs> enough. Man, yeah. I really tried to come that up. That would have been. A, I think Max B is better. Max B. Uh, Shit! What did I miss? Did I missed the inside joke. Yeah, one of the judges is. <laughs> what have you been Mel- watching for the last two hours? Who the hell's B? <laughs> have we even so, s- seriously? Right. What did I miss? <laughs> we'll come Howie? back. We're gonna is come it back. Howie B? It's, it's <laughs> not Howie B. <laughs> Who the hell's B? Who are the other judges? You got uh, Mel. Mel what? No clue. Mel, Mel B. B. <laughs> I'm like, it's either Mel, Heidi, or uh, Simon, and I have no clue that any of their last names are B. They just kept B? saying Mel B. B. They just kept saying Mel B during the show. So Whew. The big sign with the X on it corresponding to her button says Mel B on it. Shit. So, <laughs> oh, so no. I looked, I looked okay. up who... Uh, who she was? I was in Hamilton Sir. So she was in the Spice Girls. She was Scary Spice, and there were two Mel's in the Spice Girls. So they had Mel B, and I don't remember what the other Mel was, but <laughs> just oh, Mel. That's no, no, it's Mel she B. was was like Mel B and Mel C or Mel, something like that. Mel A, Mel B. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. do we have the description for the show? Uh, I've got it. Uh, I think. Maybe maybe I don't. I feel have like it here, if you're actually. listening to this, you obviously know what America's Got Talent is. It's America's Got Talent. It's a big talent show, hosted by Simon Cowell. <laughs> is that the new thing? Like technically, yeah, just the, does it. <laughs> technically, <laughs> Simon's not the host. Technically, Tyra oh, Banks is the host. You're right. Like oh. the worst, almost the worst host that we've seen. Uh, not to say worse, worse just than uh, irrelevant. Oh, she's pretty cringy. Yeah. I was gonna say better or worse than the the dude on uh, the challenge who's not uh, ludicrous. Uh, she's worse. <laughs> who the hell is that guy? Uh, Adrian Peterson, <laughs> Michael <No>. Vick, <laughs> Victor Cruz, Victor Cruz. Damn. That's right. Okay. That's not Victor Cruz. I also have the description now if we, if we want to go for sure, it. Sure. All right, here we go. Get us up on the heels of the most viewed season in five years. The twelfth season of America's Got Talent is back and premiered to even higher audience numbers with creator <laughs> and judge Simon Cowell. Mel B, Heidi Klum, and Howie Mandel. Wait, wait, wait. Can, wait. can we talk about Supermodel this? Supermodel entrepreneur and CEO <laughs> Tyra Banks joins the team as host, and the series returns to Los Angeles with live shows from the famed Dolby Theater. Can we talk about this description real quick? Please do. Yes. It sounds like a Donald Trump tweet. Talking oh. all about those oh, ratings. those crowd sizes. <laughs> Just the like, biggest you know, crowd ever. Coming on the heels of the greatest crowd of all time, it's... We don't have any facts to say that it's not the largest crowd of all time. No, I'm just saying like... (laughs) All right. So this is the number one rated show on network TV. Is it? Yeah. On all of network TV? Yeah. Yeah, It was the number one show. It's a monster. For sure. This week. Not for like like last year. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I joined for the whole year. I don't know what it is. It is the most popular show that is on currently on network TV. On currently on network TV. Got it. That's still impressive. Yeah. Yeah. What about if you are the one? 50 million viewers. (laughs) Is it on network TV? Uh, American network TV, uh, I guess we got to say. No. Well, I don't know. Is there a Chinese network TV? Like, when you define network TV, how do you I, define I don't really know a lot about the TV industry in China. I don't know if any of us really know about the TV industry in China. If anyone does, it's Max. But I think if we got a stat saying America's Got Talent is the number one show on network TV, I'm going to throw it out there. That was American <laughs> network TV. Yeah. 
Well, because I think you define network TV as American network. Wait, you what's mean the there's a world outside yeah. America? So I've heard. Well, like, what's is it like? Is it safe to assume that Amer- America is like the largest TV audience? I don't think that's safe to assume. Mm. Oh yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of other. Countries. I mean, like a shitload of people. So with TVs. if you are the one, is also the Australian name for the Chinese show yes. and not the actual name of the Chinese show. I'm referring to it with that name, but okay. yes, the Chinese name. <laughs> Good clarification. <laughs> I just want to point out that if you are the one is not walked watched by fifty million people because that's the Australian version of the, oh, the show. Fair, fair. And I don't know what the ratings are for that, but it's probably not very high. Let's stop talking about weird Chinese television <laughs> and talk about America's Got Talent. Way to bring you know that uh, none of the judges for America's Got Talent are American. Right, it's not judges. America's got judges. It's America's got talent. It's just foreigners judge Americans. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, do you think that one year maybe you can come on and try to be a panelist? Like, you, your talent is you want to be a panelist, and maybe you could get yourself. Oh my god, <laughs> I would love to do that. Simon's buzzing you out so fast. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you're not getting on my corner. So, how does that go? You like roll on the stage. You're like, all right, I'm gonna start judging people. <laughs> yeah. Like, just, I don't know. <laughs> well, well, no. So you get on the stage. And you just walk over to the judges and you say, how we get out of the way? And he's like, I don't know what he's doing, but okay. And you take your seat. And then he's like, bring on the next, uh, bring on the next person. Yeah. Then you, uh, then you judge them afterwards. Or you can bring on somebody else that you can judge. I feel like the show really likes to play with the rules. Yeah. I feel like the, producers might be okay with that one. They're fast and loose. I mean, in 12 seasons, you got to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, does anyone have any acts that they really want to talk about? Because like. We can't talk about all the acts it's too much. I have we, one. We shouldn't talk about all the acts. Yeah. For sure. I don't remember all the acts. So well, I want like, to talk about two. Go, James. Which so, are so, so, you know, we had, ones, we had 14 know. acts. Jesus. Holy shit. Well, I'm a little exhausted a after show. this. I'm not yeah. going to lie to you. And we got to talk about the fact that like this show was, we watched it without commercials. It was an hour and a half. It's, uh, yeah. it's a thing to get through. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> I will say, really quick hot take, it was quite fun to watch with a group of people. It was entertaining. Yeah. Like, I was uh, pretty entertained. It's a lot of TV, but it, I was never bored. They're pretty quick to move around. You know, yeah. yeah. I, I could do with some of the, like, in, without some of the in-between stuff. So, mm. so you want America's Got Talent, Kai? Yeah. Obviously, we talk about it every week. Yes. I want reality, Kai. There was a, not a lot of recappy stuff in this there was a ton of, hey, check out what's coming next. There was the looking forward to get you hooked to like not change the channel, but there wasn't well, a lot of I looking mean, back. I feel I like if I was watching this with commercials, I'd have a, a like a pretty big urge to just walk away. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Because it's just like... It's, there's no continuity between the breaks, so it doesn't really hook you to like mm-hmm. hang around for the break, right? And I was a similar thought that like, like the show was entertaining. I don't think anything about the show would make me be like, oh... I gotta watch next week. It'd be like it's this kind of show. It's like, oh, this is on, okay. But I have trouble seeing this as like appointment television that you gotta stay up to date on. So mm. this 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 whole auditions thing is just kind of the first stage of the show. So basically, so basically they do all these auditions and then they go to L.A. and do a bunch of live shows where the country votes on it. Right? Is that kind so of let, like let the me give you an update on how the like let me give you an update right? on how the auditions work. Okay, because we there was so it was it was confusing to I think all of us, but especially me that. Uh, the judges' clothes kept changing in between different things, and so like we thought this was kind of like American Idol. We're like, oh, they're in one city, and it was all for that day. But what really happens is, so they do auditions 
in a bunch of cities. So apparently the season editions were in Chicago, Austin, Cleveland, Jacksonville, Philadelphia, Las Vegas, San Diego, Charleston, Memphis, and LA. None of that is televised. Then they pick people, they fly them all out to LA for Mm. a bunch of days, and that's all we see. So all the stuff we saw was filmed in March. So when they're showing like those big rooms of people like waiting to get in is that happening in LA or in like Cincinnati that I'm not sure okay but so like they we thought I, they showed a thing that's like if you want to audition for America's Got Talent go here yeah I I think we're wrong I think they're done for the season you're auditioning for next season for next at season. this point and it's because like they don't have Simon out at the Cincinnati audition like they've got some producers out there producers, yeah. they're picking some good ones they're picking some crummy ones and they're picking the ones that are going to be flown out to LA to actually perform for the real judges. Okay. So when are the performances in LA actually happening? Is that in March? They happened in March. So all the the shows we're seeing now in the audition section are in the can. And then I think once they narrow it down to like the top, whatever, then they're going to have more of, they're actually going to have live shows with sort of voting and stuff like that. So all these people who are into the next round, like new back in March, but, that next round isn't going to happen until like July. I think so. Okay. So they've had time to maybe work on some new stuff for their act because there are a bunch of these people who you kind of see and you're like, I can't imagine how they're going to come up with another one of these like for next week or whatever. Right. But they've had months to, to start working on this stuff. Like, yeah. But then you've got to come up with like multiple, use multiple rounds. There's not just oh, yeah. one more week. There's like, but like when 10 more weeks, but like when, when, like when you know you're going to be on this thing, Whatever you take your vacation, you you know qu- quit your job or whatever, and then you just work on building acts, knowing that you're going to have to have like you know three to five of these in your back pocket. Like, do you, are you I assuming mean, they do that when you make the audition? So you're like, hey, you're going to make it. You're going out to LA, and then you're like, okay, I got to get all this shit together. I'm saying when they know that they're going to be in the live televised right. part of it, right? And they know that they have from March until July to work on their act. You're going to be working right. on that act, not when you're just rolling up to the like local Jacksonville no, uh, no, no, no. audition. You're no, like, no, oh, no, no. Get all the, yeah. Uh, I'm th- sure like thousands of fucking people show. But up I mean, that. I mean, the people that make it through have been working for a long time on that one particular act. So like right. the the thing about the show is like. The, like these people are like have really honed in this one thing and this one routine, but they've had forever to work on it effectively. Yeah. But now they're they're it's asked to, to reproduce it, right? Most likely the best thing that they'll ever do, right? Because they've been working unless they have time. like I feel like at this show you, they'll have like producers help you make a better better show yeah. later on, and that's why you got better, not because of the stuff you're doing is any better than you did when you first started. Sure. Well, that's actually what I was wondering because I I thought and I've never really watched the show like consistently. It's more just been like, uh, oh, the show is on. I'll watch it with you know friends or family or whatever. But like my understanding was like towards the end, like they, there's people helping you kind of build this out or like yeah, you know if you're a singer, sh- there's coaches trying to be like, hey, like maybe you should go in this direction or like sing some of these types of songs. It's better for your like type. I'm sure immediately after you're picked, right? The producer, a producer is assigned to you to help. As long as they think you're a good person, mm-hmm. like if they picked you and you're like a bad person, I don't, I doubt that they have you a producer with you. They're just you. like, you should do crazier shit. Well, I guess <laughs> what I'm saying is like, if you make it to like the live rounds, right? there's a decent chance you could, you're, you're going to make it. I don't know. Maybe there's like a cutoff. Maybe producers get to have like a, a pick, like pick who they want to go with, <laughs> you know, Man. in the beginning, like some sort of hunger games situation. <laughs> I just can't stop thinking about the like the fact that like from this local audition 
they're knowingly picking people that aren't like very good just for like the value of like this will be funny on TV. And so yeah. like, it must be crazy to be one of those people. And like I just can't imagine if you know or don't know or if like you really think you're good, but you know you're like, they know they're not good. Right. <laughs> like they know based, that. On, based on the people we saw, they know. You think they yeah, know? there wasn't any like there wasn't any like midway people that we saw. They were either like bad or like uh, good. I, I would argue that one the dog midway. person. Yeah. The, the the dog is the only one that the judges were not a hundred percent unanimous on. I, I feel like even then it's just like unique. So you know that gets sent through but if you're like mediocre singer or oh, okay. like me- magician like yeah. you just you don't get sent through oh that's not true the the crazy you know acrobats on the ground thing also the judges were not unanimous on yeah because right. it, it was unique so it's either unique or really good right i would love to talk about those acrobats for a second please do because that was amazing i think that maybe those are the two that james wanted to talk about though uh, which acrobats are you talking about? I'm talking There's about multiple the acrobat ones, the acrobats that are rolling around ones. on the floor. So the the couple. Oh no! Married. Okay, the married one or the floor. I was people? I was talking about the married couple. Okay, no, no. let's talk about the the married. Uh, we were one. talking about Rob was referring to yeah. the the floor. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Well, the married right. couple. Wanna, the judges yeah. were unanimous on. I just brought up the floor one because the judges weren't unanimous. Right, right, right. So, so let's talk about the other gymnasts. Uh, yeah, so the other gymnasts, I do not know their actual names. One is named Maxim. One is named Maxim? Yes. Okay, so that's the dude. The other one so is the, Maria? Maria, okay. So basically, there's this uh, husband and wife combo who both do this sort of, what I'll describe and probably incorrectly, but sort of Cirque du Soleil-esque types of performance, which is... What? Cirque du what? Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first thing you said translates to Circus of Oil. I don't know, man. I think it was Circus it of French? the Eye. Is it oh, French? Yeah. I don't know how to shit it's that word is. Cirque du Soleil, which is French for Circus of the Sun. As we all know, I don't have a ton of appreciation for the French language, so <laughs> oh. it's whatever it is. Oh, man. It's whatever. We're burning the French right now? What's going like, on? It's just a hard language. I don't know how to speak it. So, I don't know what the words English are. English is a hard language. French? Sure. It's probably I, easier. Okay. French pronunciation not you don't know isn't it. easy. Okay. That's like saying Chinese is an easier language, but not if you don't know it. No, Chinese is pretty hard. Oh, okay. that <laughs> one's hard, everybody. All right, so we got okay. the Cirque du Olay. Whatever the hell the <laughs> biggest the, performers are. You got the husband and wife who are not performing together because they were incapable of working together, apparently. That's I, I think it's part of their bit. Yeah. But like they yeah. come out and they're like, they're, they're not a husband-wife team. They're two separate acts that right. are both going to try to get through. Yeah. I don't really know else how to describe this at this point because I'm kind of off in the weeds on this French word. So it's like the first, nonsense. the first guy, just like he's got a table and all these chairs, and you start stacking the chairs up in kind of insane ways and in that you think the chairs are definitely going to fall over. And he's climbing them as he goes, and people have to like hand him the chairs, like with these long poles. He's so high up. Yeah. And then when he gets to the top, and he's like on this crazy chair tower, then he just starts doing acrobat tricks at the top of the tower. So that seems pretty impressive. It's very impressive. He was doing a bunch of balancing. He's yeah. like, and, I don't and, know. And he like had some good showmanship. He had some good showmanship. Stacked. He had an insane suit and stuff. Oh, yeah. So well, think, the ha- first part of that too, he was like on like he was probably like six chairs tall. Oh yeah, and then like they're not attached or anything; they're just stacked. And yeah. he's just wiggling around and moving around the stage on them. Oh yeah, to, and like he, position. He them. was repositioning them right. from like three and chairs then up. Stacks there. additional chairs in other complicated ways. It was nuts. Doing some crazy, very yeah, extremely stuff. precarious. <laughs> oh yeah, I think the best way to describe a show was like 
really just nerve-wracking that at any point in time he's going to fall and eat it and just completely wreck himself. I think someone said, has anyone ever died in America's Got Talent? <laughs> oh, I might have said his, that. <laughs> in the middle of his performance. Like, the way his performance was, like, it was totally in the face of, like, if something goes wrong, this is not going to be very good at all. Like, it's going to be really bad. Uh, and I think that was his whole bit, was, like, everyone just kind of on the edge of their chairs. Uh, which clearly happened. Like, the whole crowd was, was like, he was really dramatic. He was the <laughs> Damn it. <Yeah. laughs> Damn it. He was definitely one of the top acts of the night. Um, so, yeah. like, And, yeah. I think it's, so, then he's done. That one. And then you think, so, he's done. He gets four yeses. Everyone's into yeah. it. They're like, yeah, moving on. And you think, how's the wife going to top that? That seemed pretty good. And it was also unclear before the wife started, like, what her act was. Right. And then and she comes out. You never know out. what the acts are. And James, right. tell us about her. Well... So, firstly, she's pretty attractive. So, then she comes out, and she takes off her bottom piece or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> well, she had on, like, some kind of dress. She's just naked? Well, she definitely had on some kind of dress, and then, like, I don't know. It was, like, a onesie, I guess, but, like, it looked like a full dress, and then she took, like, the like the bottom part off, like, the skirt part off. And right. she's naked. She's not naked. Uh, one, onesie. Oh, like, some oh, kind one. of onesie, as I previously said. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm trying to remember how she starts off. out, but, like... Basically, just starts doing insane balance things slash contortionist. Yeah. And it's some of the most insane body movements I've ever seen. And at some point, I basically just made the comment, which is they must have amazing sex. Because you've got these two, like, balance experts slash contortionist. And the things that she was doing... And he was doing. If you combine those two, it was just be insane. The, the the judges were commenting. They're like, "It's like, oh, your 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 husband's very lucky man." Whatever. Oh yeah, they were. Heidi was definitely oh, on the same wavelength as James for for that one. So James is missing a big part of this final act, which is sort of the lady starts off like balancing herself with two hands. Right. Then she starts balancing on just one hand, and that's very impressive. And then she sort of uh, attaches some module to her, like, sort of stripper pole situation <laughs> that, looks, that looks sort of uh, like a thing that you could clamp your teeth onto. Right. And then she is balancing on a thing that she is she biting She clamps her on. teeth onto it, it's bites it. It's fucking insane. And then right. she's, like, doing weird movements on it. Uh, that was... I can't even describe what it looked like. And just in the room, everyone was just... Yell, just screaming because it was the craziest thing ever to watch her do that thing. Like, yeah, it was essentially. I have never seen anything like it. She yeah. basically like bites down in this. Like, it's basically like a thing that looks like the thing that like doctors like take a mold of your teeth with, and she kind of like, yeah. bites down on it, and then like puts her. Well, starts by balancing. Yeah, and then, and then like puts her legs like over the top of her head. And like the only thing that's touching anything is her teeth and her mouth. Like, that must be horrible for your. Yeah, like she's basically Mouth? looking at her ankles yeah. because she's bent her back and legs all over herself and she's just holding on by her teeth. Yeah. It was so crazy. It was just like essentially like a reverse C, like the, with your feet going over your like your back arched and then over your face and then further down past that. Yeah. Ugh. Her dentist <laughs> cannot be happy. Or maybe super happy. She's going in for dental work constantly. <laughs> does how she? Do, how many of her real teeth does she still have? I bet that she's had some dental situations practicing to do this thing because there's no like it's so crazy do you think they're like some kind of titanium teeth i do wonder <laughs> if she has something like something on like, like the, a mouth like guard her, yeah like her teeth are kind of reinforced or something a bit like I maybe there's know. like some dentures or something happening what is the origin story of this performance like where you're you know you're obviously a contortionist and gymnast you got some skills at what point do you be like 
I got to bring the teeth into this. Oh, man. You're just looking for that next insane thing to well, do. What do, you, what do you, they do as their day job? Like, are they performers in, like, Vegas already? Like, where do you perform these kind of... What of skills they have? Where do you hone them? And then what do you use them for? I don't know. The The word stripper pole has already been thrown out here. It's so, maybe, you know, it, it was not a stripper pole, but it's the closest analog I have. Uh, I mean, you think the dude is a stripper, too? No, he didn't look that attractive. The dude works in a furniture warehouse. Did oh. <laughs> He's just stacking chairs all day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's all day stacking chairs. He's like, I got to make this more interesting. And he just, you know, kept working at it. Yeah. I mean, like, this is probably not their full-time thing. Like, it's it's not like the guy, I mean, is it was impressive. But, like, and it's like, but it's like, it's like really good street performer level. Like, yeah. it wouldn't be crazy to see somebody doing that in the street. Like I'm like I feel like I've seen people know doing I've crazy seen... chair balancing stuff like that on the street before. I've I've seen stuff that was really long line that had that same comment during the show, which is like this feels like a really good street performance. Yeah, and like I've definitely, you know, like not to knock it, like it was good. Yeah, but like it feels like it's the kind of thing you could pick up in like your spare time and doing like you know small performances and things. I don't know for sure. And the, well, the, I'm just saying if you had those skills. Which are quite rare. The like, balancing skills. Yeah, or? what he was doing. Like I don't. Not a lot of people could do that. It's true. But where do you take those talents? I got some. I more. guess you take him to Cirque du Soleil or something like that. Yeah. But, like. That's why I, I, I don't know. I yeah. just didn't know if there's anything other than Cirque du Soleil where like those skills would be useful. I got some really good lore for you guys. I haven't looked up the wife yet, but I looked up the guy. Maxim Popazov is a producer and artist of Nickelin Circus, who is part who is the part of the seventh generation of the 150-year-old world-famous Popozov Coke Russian Circus Dynasty. Circus people, okay. Circus Dynasty. Circus Dynasty. Ooh. <laughs> I've never heard of a Circus Dynasty. So she clearly must also be in the circus. Like, that's how well, they met. that's how, obviously are, how they right. met. Times yeah. are tough in the cir- circus business, though. Ringling Brothers just closed down, like, you know. That's why I get on America's circuses? Got Talent. Uh, Cirque yeah. du Soleil is doing fine. Yeah, I feel like Cirque du Soleil is not a circus. It's not like, I don't know. It's, it's just like a big, like, like you know, acrobatics performance set to music. A circus is like, you got lions, you got a bunch of crazy shit. There's Tiger acrobatic stuff too, like, but like, I do agree. Usually a circus implies there's like animals. You got, you got and, trapeze, you know, elephants and whatnot. tightrope got, walking. Got clowns. Oh, you yeah, got there's some, definitely clowns implied. You got someone riding a motorcycle around in a big metal <laughs> sphere, you know, something like that. A lot of stuff. Huh. So, so question, if a Russian gymnast wins America's Got Talent, does Trump tweet about it? Here's here's the oh, one, yes. <laughs> no, I probably no. <laughs> Just like, Depends. what are you talking about? Does Fox and Friends talk about it? Then maybe. It's on NBC, so no. Um, Is he watching the show? Two, so... <laughs> It's, I don't think it's on his DVR. Oh, shit. Follow-up question. Do you think Russia is going to try and interfere with the America's Got Talent voting to try <laughs> oh. and boost these people up? A hundred percent. Yo, the last time we, you know, sort of guessed about, you know, is reality television going to get fucked by uh, Russia? We guessed right. When was that? We predicted Donald Trump would be president oh. before he ever announced his Oh, no, that's definitely true. <laughs> I don't tape. think we were predicting Russia was going to interfere with the elections <laughs> in that Celebrity Apprentice <laughs> podcast. Fast and loose. Fast and loose. Uh, hashtag fake news. Hashtag uh, fake news. So maybe we should talk about the other act. The other, other gymnast yeah, act. Or oh, yeah. Were yeah. They the sideways had, ones? Yeah. Like the floor ones? The floor ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had these people that were like, 
they're on the floor and they had a camera on them with the screen and they were like acting in a way that made them look like they were balancing on each other on the screen, but they were really on the floor so they could play with gravity, which I've seen happen just like not live per Mm se, but like in like shorts, they kind of look like they're uh, hand animated, Mm. but they're not. And this was really cool to see live, and they had like a cool shtick. It was, it was definitely cool to see it live. I feel like you see a lot of this kind of stuff, like like for stop motion videos on YouTube. But um, yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. Well, the big thing to me, just to make sure it's clear, is like it was a top down camera. Yeah. These dudes are like horizontal on the floor, and so like it's showing that like top down. I definitely agree there. I'm not sure that I agree with the shtick being very cool, but <laughs> I thought the shtick was better than a lot of things people have. So. In here. Can we go to the shtick? Because Let's we, go to the shtick. we thought that they were putting on fake accents, or I thought they were putting on fake accents before the performance. After the performance, I'm less sure about the fake accents. I, I think the fake accents were part of the performance. I just don't quite understand why. Because like it seemed like they were really committing to some big, like something big with all these alternative personas, and I, I it feel like feels like it, uh, it ended up not being related really to the content of the performance. Well, it was an Olympics thing, so yeah. like Olympics yeah. international. Yeah. It definitely felt like they were trying to get like a Three Stooges kind of vibe because it was like silent, and this was like a lot of slapsticky kind of humor. Clearly how, nowhere close to Three Stooges. Howie was on your vibe. He said they're the next Three Stooges. They're which nowhere near bold. That was a bold move by Howie. I so said bold. Three Stooges vibe. Yeah. Not anywhere near Three Stooges, but like not they the didn't. Next three Stooges. Definitely not. Not even close. There's a reboot I don't want to see. They made a movie. Three oh. Stooges. Recently? Yeah. Three Stooges. Johnny Nexville. Pretty, it's pretty hard to watch present day. I don't know. It's yeah. kind of. I've actually don't think I've ever watched like a full like Three Stooges skit. It's not terrible. Yeah. It's just like we have much better entertainment nowadays. Yeah, Maybe. I like the uh, the golf episode of the Three Stooges where they totally hack up a golf course. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from that, just because I'm a golf fan, like that was uh, that's the big one. I don't know that whole. I don't really have a lot to say. That's really the only one like I feel like I've seen about this act. I'm I'm trying to bring it back. Simon Simon really hated this. These guys. Yeah, but they made it to the next round, right? Next round. So there's four judges, and they all vote yes or no. You need three yeses to go through. And so even though Simon was out, Heidi, Mel B, and Howie were all in, so they get to go around. The the thing I think we need to see out of them in the next round is they need to have like totally different looks and personas and just yeah. come into this thing and theme is totally different. You can have the same kind of camera oh, yeah, yeah. trickery bit, I but like I feel like if they come in and sell those totally different personas, it's, it's yeah. Yeah, no, th- that, that would definitely got to be part of what they're doing because yeah. it was definitely the shtick is part of what got them through. Yeah, for sure. Because one thing that was great with them was like they were showing the audience reactions, and the first little bit they had these great cuts to the audience, and I'm just like, "What the hell is this?" Like, yeah. no one kind of knew what was going on. But then I think when it actually started, it sort of helped them. They're like, "Oh, oh, I see what they're going for." Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I I actually completely disagree. I want to see them be creative and come up with a completely different act that could be sort of a similar nature. Same that, stick though. Maybe I, I don't love the stick, but. Like I want to see something different than the running, than the, the like top down kind yeah. of thing. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think they have anything other than the top down. It seems like that's, that's their, thing. their thing. That's the whole reason why they got through. I get. I mean, and, and the maybe sh- why and they the need the shtick. 
I suspect the these guys... The stick has nothing to do with it. <laughs> I suspect they were sent by the producers thinking that they were going to fail, and then they didn't. I sort of agree with you. I definitely I thought it was know. a hard, hard and fast fail, and I was very surprised that it wasn't. How do you think the arrangements for like the onstage setups and props work? Because like these guys had a very large size onstage setup with that huge TV cutout thing. Yeah. That like they had to work with the show to get hooked up, and like if they thought they were just like a joke act, they I don't know if they would have gone to those kind of. They lengths. probably had their own setup in Cincinnati or wherever the hell they were. And then, you know, when they come to... No, when they come to L.A., they're like, oh, we'll just have it set up for you. But it was just a screen behind them, right? In the top-down camera. Like, is it really that kind of frame, right? Well, but that's just, like, an on-screen border, right? No, it was like like a physical frame to make it look like it was, like, a TV, basically, I think. Mm, Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, like, if that's their whole thing, it's not unreasonable for them to just have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if that's, like, their bit, it's like, we're going to have this thing. Where would you go to see that bit? Like you America's see him, like, you would, like you would, that's it. Like where you, you would go, to, you go to YouTube to see that bit. Right. So you think these guys in their garage have this setup? So they film this and go to YouTube. I think that these guys are from a bunch of YouTube videos, and they decide to put yeah, just try to do on America's Got Talent. Huh? Yeah. I don't know for sure. But the thing is, if you're doing a YouTube video, like you got, you can take as many takes as you want. You can try to figure it out. They had to do it live, one live take. Piece. You know that that's impressive. Yeah, for sure. So, but like, I do kind of feel like. It, the show does choreograph which ones are going to be good, which ones are going to be good, which ones aren't. And the thing with with these guys is like anyone that has kind of even a half decent kind of prop setup is good. Like, and I don't know how like that holds up episode to episode, but like all the people that were like buzzed out had like very minimal sort of setup needed. Yeah, like that, like the the great Hoover, whatever that guy <laughs> came out with, just a bunch just of a table, just, just, just a table, table a bunch of random stuff. Yeah, or just like the cop singer who just has a mic and that's it you know yeah, it's not sure. like some of the ones with no props are good but like if if you have like a sort of complicated setup then it seems like oh this is gonna be like good enough to get through it's like least. oh they thought it was worth spending money to get this whole thing set up here like it's probably not gonna be just a meh i feel yeah. like that one was kind of close though it was it was hmm. so do you, do you think the same for like the one with the uh i don't know the gasper what, what was that guy the artist name where they did the suit on heidi with the oh yeah, stuff. Oscar and Gasper. Okay, yeah, that who were not there because like that must have taken some time to like get Heidi in the thing and get get her in the right spot and like you know what I mean. Yeah, that like, one, I almost wonder if they test run that thing too. I also wonder like how did they, they definitely have, have a spot for her to stand on and right. how she's standing and there's definitely before the show they'll. I'm not sure that those guys are real contestants. Oh, tell us more. Think? Yeah, go on. Because I think that like so. Sure, like, they have this whatever, like, they have some Banksy-type person who's calling them and actually doing this stuff. They're probably doing it, whatever. I'm not even worried about that part of it. But, like, in order to actually, like, design that thing and do it, like, they need all of Heidi's dimensions. They need this custom-made suit for her. They need her to come to a, a rehearsal and do this thing like that was not her first time doing it yeah she definitely stood really still so really she knew it, she knew it was going on it was not her first time doing it so like they're going to great lengths to make this act 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 happen for these people right. 
So like I- I'm wondering, I'm wondering what the situation is, and I'm also wondering what they did. Shit, it's not real. The and whole show is not real. Damn it, Harrison, you just ruined America's Got Talent. <laughs> I, and I'm also wondering what they did in the city tryout before this one that we saw. That's what I was gonna get to because they obviously like, didn't have Kylie Klum for that. So like, did they just bring one of their own people in a suit? Is like the proof of concept, and then they're just like, but we really want to do it on Heidi Klum. Was or, it something totally different or like? So my theory was they're real contestants who roll in with this like concept and then the producers are like we like it what if on the real show we will get Heidi Klum to do it and then, yeah. and then so the producers are the ones who deal with getting the right outfit and getting Heidi Klum's measurements and being like Heidi this is what you got to do and like and they don't even tell Heidi Klum everything like they're gonna bring you on stage we got this other cost you put on that costume we had you try on earlier you just go back out. You just stand there. It's 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 not gonna be bad. Don't worry. We're not not. It's not punked. Right. And then like you just stand there. It's, and, it's and not then like, like it's but, complicated. But it's the producers yeah. who were like had the idea to kind of make Heidi part of it. I like I, I wonder be. if that's the way it goes. I mean that's that's definitely the the that's the only other way it happens. Because I I do wonder like what was their city audition in Cincinnati like? I would guess that they had one of their people in the suit, and they and they probably did it that way. I want like if you have one of those three guys in the suit because like well, the three guys were doing nothing they were just like yeah here's 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 the, the, here's thing. the thing did it bother anybody else that like when they were critiquing or commenting on the act that like they were giving the feedback to these three guys that basically don't have any they are the guys right they, like I I think we all agree that they <laughs> are the actual guys in this whole like you know people that like to be appeared on TV thing is like a, a thing yeah. like a joke thing or, or not a joke but like just part of their stick well it's probably but, like it could be like another person part of the crew that just like lives in the ukraine or something that just yeah he just does some of the tech stuff so but, like, like those three people don't need to be there arguably like you need one person there to yeah. be like here's the thing heidi can you put this suit on all right cool so <laughs> i kind of so so i kind of rushed through the explanation is but just for the, the listeners and kind of like what this whole situation was like basically they have like some mystery like you know artist guy behind the scenes who's dictating like what these performances are going to be so like they're they're showing them before the show like having like you know a phone call with these mystery dudes and like all this kind of stuff so it's kind of yeah yeah it was it was all play like uh, yeah but it, like it, it was just it was kind of bothering me like when they were giving the critique it wasn't like they had the dude on the phone or like they recorded them they were just giving the critique to these three random dudes that really didn't do shit like who I'm I don't know who knows what it, I don't know, you know, I don't know. It was I'm curious I would love to see this with more people and yeah. in motion like oh, yeah. one person was eh, but like if you get more people with more of like a like well they, setup, they do gotta ramp it up like if they're gonna keep progressing they gotta do more in the next one like so you get multiple people in some kind of like a choreographed routine with this kind of stuff on it and like you could do some really crazy stuff yeah totally right and that was essentially like uh kind of my like thought when i was like watching this was some band will just pick this up and make it part of their show like they're just gonna do this projection d- on people in suits. yeah 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 and do it just becomes need, like an act do you even need it to be on a person in a suit though just have like a this is on a screen cut out there yeah. there's some there's, there's some yeah. niceness from the 3d-ness of like the person yeah Agreed. and like and like the 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 immediacy which we which you can switch to like you be seeing the actual person to like it being something insane yeah 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 i mean there's definitely you can play with it a little more i do like that it's like the material she was wearing that made it like really bright yeah 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 it's like like glossy really bright like 
better than like a screen generally it looked like yeah it's that high glass white latex suit (laughs) it's like that uh cast they are that just got shut down it looked a lot like that kind of like just like reflective Mm. display uh i don't know anyone else got another act they want to talk about there's a couple like what was the act that uh, somebody had to beg to get people to the dog? It was the dog act. The dog. The, the dog. Yeah. So I had to cry. So one uh, one woman came on, and her act is basically she has her dog trained to do tricks while she's carrying a sword, and so like she's like it's like she's fighting the dog with the sword, and all those all tricks. to the Pirates of the Caribbean theme. And all the Pirates of the Caribbean theme. And then Howie and Mel were out. Heidi and Simon were in. Simon was so in, he gets up on stage. And he peer pressures Howie to change his vote. And so the, gets, the girl gets three yeses and she gets three. I was pretty surprised that Simon was as passionate as he was about this act. Simon must love dogs, man. Yeah. He's like, all those damn singers I listen to with no dogs. I finally get a dog thing I can judge. This is amazing. And then he was not going to let this dog thing go away. That this must is, be it. This is really going to pay off when they reboot American Idol. <laughs> Without him. <laughs> Just get on there and sing my heart out but i'll also have a dog and i'll get a yes oh we'll, we'll get you on okay that'll be great for the show yeah i i don't know if it was just better live but that like, one must have been better live because on tv it was just like i don't think how it was filmed or whatever they cut like a million times cut yeah so many times i couldn't get like a good feel for like the space and what the dog was doing what she was doing because they just kept cutting to different angles i i really wonder what she's gonna do to kind of ramp it up the next round like i don't know how you He's, what else she has howie mandel or like simon simon's personal producer to get her ready for the next round i've seen some trained dogs do some insane shit on youtube i'm sure she can come up with something so how long do you think it takes to train a dog to do a routine like that i think it takes a while because like someone who doesn't know because if she survives the first week of this like that's why I'm saying this prep time between March and July becomes very important. Because, like, she's really going to have to train this dog to do many more routines if she's actually And be. much better routines. Yeah, for sure. Stuff that actually has to be good on TV. Well, I think the dog knows a bunch of tricks, so then it's just a matter of how you string it together, right? Yeah. It's not like you're just starting from scratch. Yeah, but no, how do not. you distinguish what you're doing to signal the dog to do some tricks? And, like, and you're also going to have to teach that dog new tricks. Every week. <laughs> what? Oh, that was a good one, Harrison. Because, like, you know, you, the audience is going to need to see something different. Like, it's not going to be cool to just see the dog doing that same trick every week. How know? many different kind of tricks can a dog do? What What if they're banking just on the dog lover vote? Yeah. Just, there's these people at home who be like, could I be. love dogs. I'm voting for the dog. I'm all in on the dog. Like, that is definitely in play now that the judges have let this person through. Like, yeah. that, that part of it is definitely in play now. I'm curious, does anyone of all the acts we saw, uh, is there anyone that you feel strongly will like make it through like to like, I don't know what the format like the rest of the show is, but like near to the end, like kind of the finals. I, I, think, uh, I think Team Man Bun was looking pretty good. Team Man Bun was looking really good. I think that Lil Johnny was looking pretty good. He did Lil Johnny again? Oh, Lil Bow Wow guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Johnny yeah. Manuel? Yeah, Johnny Manuel. Th- yeah, he he's not going by Lil Johnny anymore. Not by Lil Johnny. Clarify. Apparently, like, like Bow Wow. He <laughs> apparently, the in like the 90s or early 2000s, he used to be a singer that went by Lil Johnny. And it didn't really work out. And he opened for Lil Bow Wow. Well. Opened yeah. for Lil Bow Wow. 
Now he's back. But yeah, he uh, he really threw down singing wise. It was real real good. The singers are all good. I thought. I, feel I do. Like, think, yeah, I agree. I feel like the singers generally like probably can go farther. I don't know how previous seasons have gone, but like it's I, it's, it's so easy. There's a lot to, more versatility there. Yeah, I feel the uh, Nessun Dorma guy can go far. The opera singer. Oh yeah, he was. Re- yeah, he was good. Definitely. Carlo? Was his name Carlo? Carlos, Carlos. Carlo. They kept calling him Carlos. It was no Carlo. S. It was Carlo. Yeah. I feel like the Italian, I fifteen year old fifteen year old magician might go oh. a ways, but what about naked magician? I think fifteen year old magician. <laughs> he, I didn't like his act. I didn't think it was very good. He's not going to go that far. People like ch- ch- like kids doing stuff, so I don't know. But the thing with the magicians was like so. We saw two magicians, and we saw like a glimpse of at least one more magician. I'm just imagining like how many damn magicians does like Mel B have to like pretend to be shocked they put something in her hand for <gasps> yeah and just be like oh another another magician I, I can't deal with this anymore the- like I feel like it's gotta it's gotta sure. wear and so even though some of the magicians with good shtick either because they get naked or because like they're a 15 year old I can't believe the naked age, one went through yeah like, I mean the but I feel yeah. like that's not gonna that's not gonna get you to like the final round but like the the good thing about coming on, the, on that show as a magician is that there there are known good ways like to scale that act up. Like you can move from cards to like some crazy escape illusion thing, and it's still kind of in your. It's in also your realm. like a tried and true, tested thing on the show. I've seen a couple of like episodes it's, every now and then, and there's always a magician on. They're always getting the, the judges involved. Like broadly, that's just what you do. Broadly accepted stage art, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the uh, dancing acts had a hard time. I wonder, like, does anyone know? Like, there, was back, there like, any? is there any dancers that do well on this? Cause, like, I, it seems so, like yes. it's a really. Poor I actually I watched some insane clip, some insane YouTube clip from I it must I guess it was a previous week of America's Got Talent on Facebook recently of some dance group that was out of control good. Like, so there's like there's yeah, definitely good ones on this. There. Yeah, this week had like no good dancers, but that was a dance group. So like, it was a group. I'm, I'm, I think like I'm specifically putting in like the solo dance. Like, I feel like that is such a hard format to like show up and just throw down as a solo dancer. They so, just like, at least have a group if you're choreographed. Like, it looks all right, right. Well, I mean, you just take the the gymnast on the stripper pole and like just that was kind of like a dance. Yeah, but. Yeah. Very different. That was a nuts dance, dude. As, uh, <laughs> it was, it was like choreographed to music. Like, what, sure. like, I what do you want? This is gonna be Basically, quick? I'm saying like the people that show up and like, hey, like I just want to be a dancer. Then like show up and start dancing. You're like, what's going on well, here? All the ones this week were bad dancers. But I, I sure. bet, I bet there's a what. Like if you're a good dancer and you got to have something about your act that stands out, mm-hmm. you could probably do it. But it's probably better to be in a group if you're doing a dance thing. I feel like to just get up there and just be a solo dancer just to music, you have to be like like an usher level dancer. <laughs> I like, like that. That's your go to reference. Like usher, <laughs> not it, uh, usher or better. What about MC is, Hammer? How's MC Hammer doing? All this? <laughs> <laughs> MC Hammer's in that zone, you know. Oh man, uh, I don't. Wait, what's our ratings on this one? Do we? We have much. I don't know what to talk about this show. Yeah. Um. I so like, I think that this show is more probably more interesting later on in the season when like you're doing more voting and each week you get to see like sim- the same guests. Like whereas like this beginning you have to like. I don't know how many weeks of like auditions you're gonna watch. This is week before five. you get to a point where you get to see somebody again, and then to actually vote. 
Like this is I know it goes on all summer, so it's like yeah. this is like a three month thing. Are there multiple of these in a year? Or is there like no, one it's a, year? A, that's it's a, a thing. summer thing. Summer thing. Summer. In in like isn't there something to is it this show or maybe there's another show that's similar where like you get like some sort of deal or like they fund you or like something like that? Well, this one you get a million dollars and a show in Vegas. Oh, okay. American Idol used to be like they'd sign you to a label. Right. Like I feel like there's been multiple like singers that have come there's through. There's like X Factor. I can think of American Idol. Okay, okay, okay. Simon's but a, I mean, a million dollars show. is nothing to like joke about. A million dollars is a lot. That's a lot for these shows. Right. And and Vegas stage show. Like it's a pretty good opportunity. Yeah. It's it's no it's no food network pilot, but you know. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh I mean how does this I don't really I've never watched the X Factor or any other shows that are on how does this compare? Does anyone watch any of those? I've seen The Voice like a couple of times, I feel like. Seen American Idol, seen the voice. Seen I mean I've seen American Idol, but American Idol is done, right? So it's just like mm. Yeah, the voice X Factor. Like there's no like so, this so genre's like kinda dying. So you think you can dance? But that's that's not like people coming and auditioning and trying no, to I win out of talent. I thought I so think Oh, I guess you're right. You're, you're thinking, thinking of, thinking of dancing one. with the stars. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Of for what about? So you think you can dance with the stars? Oh man, that'd be a great show. <laughs> great crossover. That yeah. So, so the thing with uh, X Factor, like the like, I didn't really watch it, but like the idea was that once we, once they got through the auditions, everyone got assigned one of the four judges to be like their coach, and so then in the second round, you know, it's like you're on Team Simon. And you do that. And like the voice as a similar thing where like you end up being like coached by one of the four people and stuff like that. So is that not the case in this one? I, as far as I know, it's not. I think they're just like, you know, you judges and stuff like that. But it goes forward. And I don't like as the show goes forward, the judges matter less and less because I mean, the, we vote for it. It's all America. America, America votes. Right. So, so like kinda, the judges so, just sit there. So they're just kind of commentators. I think they the get show. I think they get like uh, an act that they want getting. They can go make go through. So to clarify, they're the judge, but you, the jury. <laughs> oh, so Another. and like on American Idol, like I watched season two of American Idol, like the whole those, thing. The whole thing. Who won? Ruben stuttered. That was a great season. Was that the William Hung year? No, no, that was way before that. That was season one. No, William Hung was like season ten or something. I thought you said you watched season two. Was season yeah? One? So this the season I watched was way before William Hung. Oh, okay, is what I said. You meant William Hung was way no, before. No, no. You watched anyway. <laughs> was season one like Carrie Underwood or something? No, season one Kelly was Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, same person. Same. <laughs> no, Carrie, Carrie Underwood is you know the the ultimate American Idol. I think, I think Carrie one. Underwood season three. Yeah. Anyway, Literally, so. I could not. You kind of have to get in early on these shows, or else you don't really get famous from it. I think. Yeah. So the thing with the judges, so American Idol, the judges, the first, the auditions, and the judges are just deciding who's in. But once it gets to a certain point in the fans vote, the judges are just like trying to influence the people at home to be like, and like Simon was like the one to be like. I know you have fans out there. They're voting for you, but you are just no good. And I, you know, this has got to be your last week. And then like they'll stay in and the yeah. Back. Because Simon, what do you think of that? It's like I don't get it. I don't know what people are voting for. The anti-Simon <laughs> vote. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, and then so it's like in this show, like there's the element of the judges don't know what they're gonna do. And American Idol, it's like yeah, they're gonna sing a song, and so it's less. There's less like, well, what's what's this gonna be? 
Well, it's, is he going to be good or, or bad? Yeah, but then America Idol did things like, okay, everyone's there's like themes for the week. So I'm going to try to sing like certain kinds of songs, certain kind of styles. And I, I don't think this show will be that kind of thing. So, Well, I think there's some continuity. There's like acts that you like. So yeah. you're like every week, oh, I want to see what this crazy ventriloquist guy does because he's fucking bananas upside down. You know, <laughs> upside, down. upside down bananas, bananas upside, upside down. down banana ventriloquist. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, I that's what I feel like you'd have to do to be on the show. show. I want to see this act. That yeah, is, exactly. Uh, this is uh, his weekend thing. That uh, despicable me co- co-marketing really, really <laughs> sunk into your brain, huh? Yeah, the bananas. Oh, yeah. Chris got inceptioned by the despicable <laughs> me banana. <laughs> So much cross marketing in this. Even though we watched this on Hulu without ads, like I feel like the whole thing was. Just they got ad. the ads in there. It's just the whole yeah. Dunkin' it Donuts. Was like, they were like, "Hey, check out this Despicable Me thing," and then we're like, right to the next segment. <laughs> Didn't see anything about it. Even Insane. I feel like we even had ads on at that point, and they they didn't show the Despicable Me ad. Yeah, no, Hulu is different. Different ads going on. Yeah. Uh, so, what's the rankings on this one? I'm gonna I'm gonna go middle third on this one. Like it was definitely entertaining, but it, it doesn't doesn't pull you in to want to be like, oh, I, I want to definitely want some more of this. But it wasn't bad. Yeah, I I feel like it's solid solid middle. Like it's not. I wouldn't really watch it every week. But if it was like, I was hanging out with people and they wanted to watch it, I might not tell them to turn it off. <laughs> I kind of feel the same way, but I think it's definitely middle third and like. Yeah, like there's like I'm definitely not gonna watch this show every week. Like if it was on, I'd be like, "Oh, cool! I wonder what kind of wacky acts are on." But yeah, I mean, it's not it's it's, it's not actively it's bad. Certainly not a bad show. James, so I'm I'm trying to keep the scale right here. <laughs> there's but top. Middle, I, I, no, no, no. bottom. Is, is, yeah. it, is it your nine-point scale or your ten-point scale? Oh, you you knows? busted them both out last There's week. So wait, wait, scales. wait. There was a ten-point scale? Well, I thought five, there was just five a Five-star, five, and you got the half-stars. <laughs> no, I think it was a nine-point scale. He was there like, was a nine-point scale. And then there was... We, we quickly... I don't know. All that aside, um, I really want to throw this in the top, and oh. here's why. It's not because I want to watch the show every week. It's because the production value was good. The show was entertaining and interesting to watch, uh, and I feel like it's a show that like you could literally watch with anybody without any real previous context to it. So it's like it's the kind of show that like I can go somewhere and somebody's got it on. It's like oh cool, like this is on. Could watch it, enjoy it, and move on. Um, so is it the so lower, yeah. middle, or the top of the top tier? <laughs> yeah, I mean if we're if we're going Chris. into the thirds of thirds rule here, I would say it's in the bottom third of the top third. Of okay. the shows, uh, barely yeah, it's, squeaking it's, it's, in. It's sort of it's sort of borderline in my mind, but like because of like the things it does well, it doesn't have the, all the recaps. I do like agree, like it does have the looking forward stuff, but I think it actually helps the show in this case, in, in just my opinion. Uh, for a couple of things, they're like, oh, like I want to see that act, and then like I actually saw that act in the show. Well, it was cool. like the show is two hours. They got to get you to stay on the couch for two right. hours because there's not a ton of continuity. They got to do something to like, oh, I want to watch for another twenty minutes to see whatever. Uh, production was good and, and just like overall flow. You could you could tell like they're putting money in the show and there's like it's all there. So yeah. Yeah. Max. Uh I'm gonna say it's on the low side of a top third. Oh, man. Um yeah, a rare occurrence. Uh I wouldn't want to tune into this every week. Uh but you know, 
it fucking moves. They pack a lot of entertainment in there, and it is entertaining. Like, you know, I was... I think the judges have some good quips. Um, yeah. Uh, well, it, I think it's a really perfect, like, oh, a show you were watching at 7.30 ended, and you want to watch something at 8, and you want to watch something for 30 minutes? Oh, I'll flip to this. So, on that note, the judges, like the third... Whatever the third judge was, Heidi, uh, Heidi, Heidi Klum, yeah, yeah she uh, provided nothing to this. It's weird. She did the whole projection thing. <laughs> That's it. She, <laughs> the, her the comments are like we got to get her in the show. Somehow. I don't even think they even showed her comments yeah. at all. They did a little bit. There were there were a couple. There was just like you know a singing act, just like like yeah, like thought your singing was great. Or like just like a couple of comments like that. I really wish I watched the season when Howard Stern was on because I feel like he like has that radio personality and actually provide like some good. Yeah, I definitely like, saw solid a couple, com- comments. I definitely saw a couple of those e- like a couple of those episodes randomly when he was on. It seemed pretty good. Heidi definitely seemed like the most expendable of the four judges. Like, but she's been on for a long time. But like, but you know, like Simon obviously is like his brand of, of doing these kind of shows for a long time. But like. Both Mel and Howie like were pretty engaged and yeah. made some good comments and some interesting like you know stuff to say. So yeah, there like, was some like side stuff and like there's like some storyline stuff that going on. Simon Mel fake feud thing going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right. You mean Whereas, like, with the Heidi. sexual tension? <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I could certainly like as we've discussed, they must be shooting these things marathon days. Like they must be yeah. sitting down for. Seven eight hours at times. So, ma- so many damn magicians. And like, I could definitely see the other, like the other judges, like getting on your nerves after a while, and like some stuff kind of bubbling up. I, I feel know. like I it would be it. really hard to feel, be a judge on the show because you're just like so fatigued after like a couple yeah. hours, like super tough. Like and on, and, eight and, hours of this, like I don't. Yeah, and you, and, and, uh, and you have to be good on camera the whole time, and yeah, it's, yeah, it's tough. you got to be in a good mood the whole time. You can't be like. And you got to be engaged. Yeah, it's got to be tough. And I bet there's a lot of time in between acts too. Like when we were watching it, they're flowing through, right? But like there was a lot of yeah. Like when they w- set up, when they had to set up that dude's giant TV cutout thing, like that they, they you know, whatever. Some dude had to wheel that thing out from the back. That's right. Sure, it took at least. It'll take like thirty seconds. Yeah. When Heidi had to get that suit on. Oh yeah. Yeah. When I was going to put the suit on, they must just been like sitting around, be like, I guess something's going on. I don't know. Definitely. Right. That was probably I, when the you know the water tossing happened. There no, was no, Heidi was there for oh, the she water tossing. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, nothing happened. When nothing happened. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> All right, so uh, we got some updates this week. I think do we, do we got some updates. 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 Harrison, you want to hit us with them dates? Uh, yeah, sure. So, uh, no challenge update this week because what? the challenge is done in between seasons shit on, when's the on new really season? on it's like two week hiatus uh, it's two week yeah it's, it's coming back mid-july with tiege with tiege okay season 30 no we watching the the opener uh i think i think i have i haven't <laughs> sold all all of the podcast members on it yet but i'm working on it well here's the thing with the challenge i feel like if i'm not in early then there's no hope because i'm not catching up on that show i'm watching the whole season the only question is whether we're doing the first episode in the podcast Oh, on the podcast. I wasn't even. I was just saying we watched. <laughs> or, yeah. you know, each episode on the podcast. <laughs> right. Well, we got to get the updates. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, Bachelorette. And I'm going to do a co-op day on this one with Max here a little bit. Because Max did join me this week to watch Bachelorette. 
Um, oh, why Max? I think that why? there are either there are like two. I think there are probably two things to talk about that are worth talking about this week. Should we start off with the worst date in existence? Uh, take it away on the Jack Stone date. All right, there's a guy on The Bachelorette <laughs> named Jack Stone. Yeah, yeah, we met him. Uh, he's he was, you know a pretty decent looking guy. But he stares at you way too intently, and he sort of tucks his chin in whenever he's talking to you. <laughs> it's really weird. This was the uh, the the doll guy, right? No, 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 no. no. Jackstone is in our top five crazy people, but he's in top five for being Jackstone, just okay. for the name. Yeah, the, the name. name and the eyes, and, and yeah. Okay, all right. Just, I'm just trying to make sure. I'm trying <laughs> to space. Yeah, uh, yeah. Basically, he goes on this date and he thinks it's going great, and he says to Rachel, "You know, I think I'm falling in." In love with you and she says you're out get out of here it's oh just, on the spot it was it was ba- so like he's on this one-on-one and he's like he starts just very slowly agonizingly like professing his love to her basically and it's happening and you can tell by the way she's looking and by the music that they've chosen for the scene <laughs> that it is off the rails and it's it's like super super cringeworthy so she just dumps him on the spot cold she like he basically tells her like, tells her how he feels and then he's and then she's like i you know i got to be honest with you like i like you but i don't really feel i don't really feel that way about you and he's and he's done donezo Oh, so you didn't even get to go to the rose ceremony. He's well, just like, get out of this date right now. So the whole thing with 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 the one on one dates is I've now learned is it's a bit of a risky situation because it, at the end of the one on one, you either get the rose from the one on one and you're automatically in the next round, or you're off the show. Oh, so it's it's kind of like a high stakes situation, it's some kind of bachelorette challenge situation. Yeah, yeah it's, it, an it, it's an elimination challenge. challenge. <laughs> high risk, high reward. So you've got that, and then you've got the other plot that's been kind of ongoing between Kenny. Professional wrestler Kenny. Oh, James's pick. Uh, and oh, is that my pick? Shit, I was. This is your guy. Your pick guy. and 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 Lee. Who, if you remember the first episode, he, like he's he looks like singer some guy that came in with a guitar. Oh, the guy with the guitar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the country guy. And he's playing up the country accent. Yeah, yeah. And like he's kind of become like the villain of the season. Like he just kind of like basically just tries to stir up a bunch of shit and make and make the other guys look bad to Rachel so that they'll just get tossed off for stuff. So like he basically like. You know, Lee and Kenny basically get in this whole whole series of things that we don't really need to get into. And there's a lot of bad blood between those folks. Um, so they introduced us to, the, to a new concept in The Bachelorette, which I hadn't heard of before, the two-on-one date. So there's, there's a date that is just Kenny and Lee on a date with Rachel to sort this situation out. Do they basically. do a three-way makeout? Uh, unfortunately not. That would have been great. That would be a hell of a twist. The two-on-one date was pretty entertaining, though. So whoa, I did whoa, whoa. You watched oh, this? I, I did show up. Why didn't you say the three of oh, you were going to do the oh, update? That's right. Well, somebody oh. forgot to mention, but it's That's fine. right, because you joined late. You joined late. I did join late. I joined for probably like the second half of the two-hour show. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you missed getting rid of Jack Stone. was one of your I favorites. missed getting rid of Jack Stone. I came in after came that. came in right after Jack Stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is okay. Like I, you know, obviously didn't like fucking Jack Stone. <laughs> so one thing to note about the two-on-one date is we don't totally know the rules yet. I know, <laughs> I know, both of them cannot come back. One of them is off the show, but I don't know if there's a situation where both of them are off the you, show. You, you can either throw both of them off or one of them off, but oh, both of them man. cannot come back from the two-on-one. Oh damn! What Somebody's is this going. bullshit rules? There's no rules. So the two if on- she wants both of them back. They'll both be back. There's no <laughs> fucking rules. Well, no, it's the same as the one-on-one date, but well, except there's two, right? So like, if she wants both of them back, she will not ask both of them on the two-on-one. Mm. 
I think. There's no the there's no rules in the show. The producers will not set up the two on one date. Chris, you gotta trust the process. You're not <laughs> trusting the process enough. The, the process. It's all about the process. Oh, Chris, uh, do you have some updates on Married well, by Mom and Dad? Are, are we done with Bachelorette? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Max is done. Max I, is like, over. I think we're basically so. the two on so like is the episode end the two on one still going? So this week is kind of crazy. So this week there are two two-hour episodes this week oh man which is insane so there was an episode on monday two hours an episode on tuesday two hours so we watched the monday two hour episode we've not watched last night's the tuesday night two hour yet so the cliffhanger in between episodes one and two is it's in the middle of the two-on-one date yeah and basically uh lee has gone to rachel and told her a bunch of nonsense about no, Kenny. Like, legit like, straight up lies. Like legit lies. Oh, fake news. And like, like like tarnishing Kenny's name kind of lies. Like yeah. oh, saying he's like what was it, alcoholic and like all this bad yeah, blood. He's got these bad vibes and like doesn't know how to handle himself. And like he's and, he, and he's like telling her telling her that, you know, he like, you know, yanked Lee out of this van that they were in and like all this stuff and like whatever. And like so Rachel Rachel tells Kenny about about like all the stuff and then Basically, the episode Ooh, I, ends. Yeah, oh yeah. I don't think Kenny handled that. Kenny, great. <laughs> so, like Kenny's only objective in this two-on-one is to not let this other dude get under his skin because that's been his whole problem. Is he lets this dude get under his skin? And he was doing all right. He was doing. And all he was right. doing really well. And then once he hears all this shit, he cannot believe it, and he is just like walking around he's walking around going yeah and it's like walking back to lee just like oh i can't believe it and yeah. he's like starts talking a bunch of shit and, and it it's looks about like, to go down looks like it's about to be some kind of big confrontation or fight and that's kind of where the cliffhanger was so all right we'll have to see next week so i have googled now Google now for some reason things I've watched The Bachelorette. Don't don't for spoil me. Don't spoil me. Oh, man. I can tell you. You're gonna spoil this. Oh, thing? it's gonna. Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, oh. People, I'm not gonna spoil what happens in the two on one date. But a bunch of people just left the show on Tuesday. There's a, there's a, there's a a bunch of people left the show. Well, they yeah. did do a roast ceremony. Like they didn't do a roast ceremony that whole episode you watched. Did they, they? Did. they did. They did one at the beginning. All right, who, who, the I think got we got to not talk about the spoilers here because <laughs> the implications are too much. I, I'm just. Well, no, but like the episode you watched, we can talk about who else has gone. Oh sure. Is um, anyone in our is anyone in our list gone besides Jack Stone? Who else was in the list? And I'll tell you the status. All right, and, and so Max had Peter, the Wisconsin guy. Peter's, Peter's still in, in, and Peter. Got into a hot tub with Rachel. Oh. Three and a half hours. Oh yeah, that was. Oh man, that was so nuts. <laughs> in the so. middle of in the middle of one of the group dates, he could be a Uber CEO then. He could. So. In in the middle of one of one of the group dates, when like Rachel's usually like taking the people off to the side to kind of have a conversation, she just goes like. Hey, you want to take us to the hot tub? No, no, he did. Oh, yeah, he said. So it's want, him yeah, and Rachel <laughs> sitting on the couch in the, like, confessional room or whatever, just one-on-one. And uh, the dude, is it Peter, looks around. He's like, hey, is that a patio? And then so they go on the patio. He's like, hey, is that a hot tub? And then they're just in the hot tub for, like, three hours making out. And then and then he walks back in the room with the rest of the dudes <laughs> on the group date. And they're just like, what happened? It's been three hours or something, like, insane. <laughs> like, Oh man, Peter's oh, man. making moves. Peter, okay. Peter, Peter's looking good. Who, who Max has Peter? Max is Peter. Man, Max is looking pretty good. Peter's position. looking good. All right. Chris said Brian, Colombian makeup guy. Colombian makeup guy is also looking good. He's looking good. Uh, More making out? 
uh, he's been making out with her he's all the, the time. Front runner. At this point, anyone who's in the game is making out with her every time this year. Insane. Oh man, I yeah. had Kenny as we discussed. And, is, and is Kenny making out with her? And uh, yeah, uh, it's Kenny. I didn't see that part. They've Ken, kissed. They've kissed. Not hardcore. Ooh. I think like so I'm not of, looking so good. Not looking uh, so good. Well, he's also as we discussed he's on the two one, a little shaky ground right he's now. He's in the Bachelorette Thunderdome but, right now. Oh yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, no, she the Colombian makeout guy though is the first person. Maybe aside from Jack Stone to say that he thinks he's falling in love with her. Apparently, that's a big, oh, big step. We'll so. see how that goes. That's yeah, a big step in the Bachelorette game. So, who, right. who are the other two? So, I had Josiah, the confident lawyer. Josiah's in. Uh, he's he's a little bit maybe on rocky territory oh, lately, no. but I think he's in. And then Harrison and Diggy, who was, was already Diggy's gone. gone. So, then in our, he gone. our crazy guys, so we lost Waboom, we lost Jack Stone. Yep. Adam the doll guy. Adam's still in. Oh still in. And doll. And the penguin guy. A- AJ still making appearance. Still making appearances. <laughs> what about Matt the penguin? Still in. Still in. What about Jonathan the tickle monster? Gone. Gone. Oh, thank God. He, oh, he, he went. He went that episode. Yeah, he went this episode. So. And he tickled her oh, on the yeah. way out. He did the same move. He's like, he's like, he's like, one more for the road, and he just <laughs> molests her again. <laughs> it was working for him. Like, yeah. I can't blame him after he got this far for like sticking with it because it's clearly uh it's clearly doing such all right. Such a bad gimmick. Though. It's such a bad yeah. gimmick. All right, it's real bad. So we're we're only down to two from our original five crazies, and yeah. we've got four of our picks still in. So you know we're it's pretty we're doing good. Okay, it's pretty good. Though Kenny, it sounds like Kenny might be on thin ice, James. So. Might be thin ice. What was the wager? <laughs> the wager is if if one of us wins, then everyone pays five dollars that person. Okay. If none of the people we picked wins, we all put five dollars in to buy a bottle of booze, and we'll do a shot on the podcast. Oh, okay. and then Max says later that night we have to finish that bottle. That seems reasonable. I think we feel like we have to finish the bottle before the podcast. No, I think that pod is off the rails. Yeah, <laughs> that's, the that's what you want on the pod. Ooh, what <laughs> about like for, we have from the time we start watching the show to the end of the pod to finish oh. the bottle? I feel we're not potting. I feel like. <laughs> Well, By the end of the show, we're just like we can't even set the mics up. I feel like maybe <laughs> keep in mind some sort of poll or something. Keep in mind, this would be twenty five dollars. That's not going to buy you very much. Oh, alcohol. that's going to be a terrible bottle of booze. No, it's going to buy you sh- a lot of bad alcohol. Oh, right? Yeah. It's going to be so. How hard much to fireball can we get for twenty five dollars? Not a lot. Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, so yes. I have been watching Married by Mom and Dad. Oh, shit. I've been waiting for this update. So. I, is season I stayed said, up late last night to finish season no, you one. You finished so season I one. You finished season one. Okay, okay. Yeah. Nice. I didn't know. I didn't want to spoil you if you had finished I know. I was it. like, either I'm getting spoiled or I got to finish I'm it. Either, so I, I was gonna. I was just going to do whatever episode you were up to. And I, I'm, I'm caught up. I yeah. also watched episode 10 of Married by Mom and Dad. Is that the last episode? Yeah. Oh, three well, people have watched I, fully watched no, the show. I have watched episode one and episode ten. Oh, okay, okay. To be fair, you didn't watch the last like fifteen minutes. Okay, I, I, I have, I have one question. How many people got married by mom and dad? Got How, married. Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold married. on, hold on. How many? <laughs> what do you think this the oh, success this rate of this show was? There's four people. How many people at the end of the show are still married? I How much time has passed? That's like a good in question. Real, in real time. Uh, so one of the things that's really weird with this show is it's super fast. Like, once the parents make the pick, they're like, yeah, the wedding's in three days. Whoa. Okay. Oh, my God. So, like, the whole thing is, like, one of the parents talks about how they they're take took vacation days from work to come visit their son. And the whole thing is happening while they're, like, 
on a vacation. Like this is like it's like a, a two week, two week to a month, depending on the couple. Probably. I can't imagine yeah. any of these. Go- I'm just gonna take a stab. Like I can't imagine any of these working out. And if they do, they're insane people. They gotta wrap up the production on this thing. As we know, it's a very low budget show. Shoot it in yeah. two weeks. All right. So, so you're saying zero for four. Whew, I can't imagine. Yeah, I can't imagine any of this lasting. It's gonna either be one or zero. Like I think it's right. gonna be one person's maybe in there. And it just they haven't. I'm gonna. Yet because I'm gonna go weeks. with. There's one person still married at the end of the show. Okay. That's a good call. Uh, there is one person oh, married, man. married by mom and dad at first sight that is still married. Oh, the, the first sight one's the most successful. The first sight one is the one who pulled it off. That wow. makes kind of sense though, right? Because they're like, you just met the person, so you're like, you might as well give it a few days or a week to like see how it's gonna go. Because like now you're married, might as well try it out. Versus like, oh, I met this person. What are you, insane? Like, why are we well, getting married? there was another one who got married and tried it out, and it, it didn't end well. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. So, let, let's... So, we'll go through each couple. they like... There was one couple that got married by mom and dad at first sight. Uh, they seemed like... They were pretty timid after they got married. Like, they were definitely... There was no consummating the marriage night of... Well, I don't, I don't know where they found that guy. That guy was like such a super nice guy yeah he was way he too was good a great for that show. Guy, yeah. but like it was a very merited first sight thing where like she's decently good looking mm. and he's not bad looking but he's definitely like not on her level and like you can oh. tell the as soon as she sees him she's kind of got the fake smile going of like oh, this didn't match no. my like imagination and then she's just doing all these insane like he's like the next day he's like so we should start talking about like are we gonna live together like, we're living together now like how should we figure that out she's <laughs> like well we just met like I, I need my space. I don't know if we should be talking about that yet. And it's like, you're not married. Insane <laughs> person. Yeah. There's definitely like a weird dynamic. There's a very weird dynamic with this. Because, because no one believes that they're actually getting married for the rest of their life in this show. Right. And so, but like this guy really he seemed to be like, yeah, we're married. And like, let's treat this like we're really he, married. He's all in. He's like, he's well, all in this thing. And then like, but like he was like, so he makes a joke at the wedding that like, oh, it's so funny how your, your dad proposed to me. I didn't, proposed to you and then a couple days later he sets up a thing so that she like comes in and he set up a thing to propose to her even though they're already married and like he like really nails it like oh, so man. yeah so he, he broke does, her down he does some other romantic things on like this i don't know how long these honeymoons were they were like i think it was like three days yeah they were like were really there destination short honeymoons so destination from charleston south carolina to myrtle beach south carolina <laughs> that's a little better i mean yeah, you know, you know yeah. a nice spot yeah, yeah i don't know how much of the show is actually paying for any of this i don't uh so i mean i feel like so I'm pretty sure this couple lasts. Like I'm like so I didn't look at the news for them, but I, I was just trying to look it up. Do you know what their name was? Rawlisons. Oh yeah. Okay. You keep talking. I'll try and find it. Um, One of my favorite things about this is uh, the lady. Is, so they wake up in bed and it shows like the subtitle of like something Rawlison has, and she asks her husband, "How do I spell your name?" She has changed her name and doesn't know how to spell it anymore. Well, that's I, rough. <laughs> I don't think she'd actually officially change her name. I think they just on the uh, on the Chiron decided. Oh, to damn! Do fake news. Fake news. <laughs> okay, I, I have another question. Uh, what's the situation with prenups on this show? Oh, they didn't that's mention prenups at all. They don't get in anything legal. Like I was actually wondering if they actually got any legally married in any of these things, like or if it, it's just like they exchange rings. They might not actually be married. That would not surprise me. Okay. Yeah, because I wouldn't surprise me at all either. 
Because this other couple <laughs> makes it when seem we get like into the other not. couple and the end of that. There's definitely some things that make it seem like they were never like really married. But, oh, weird. You know. okay. So they do like some kind of ceremony, but it's not actual like. Like the thing with the, the thing with the courthouse approved and all that kind of stuff. Yes, yeah, so like if if you any kind of wedding ceremony you have, or what there's a point where you have to actually go and sign a legal document, right? And like taking the best man and the maid of honor are like your witnesses who also have to sign. And if you don't do that, you technically didn't get married, right? So if that just didn't happen, then like it's not like they're really married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I like, let's talk about some other couples here. All right. Let's quickly go through the other two. So, so you remember the 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 girl with the dad and all the bald men? Yeah. Oh, so, man. the dad basically after well, she we, meets. Well, we talked about it last week. So we were, talked about last week. So the dad just like I'm out. They're all bad. I pick none. And good, good the, call. And the girl's so mad at him. She's like, I've tried every other kind of dating. This is my only chance to get married. And he's just like, you a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> he's the only person with any sense about them on this show. It's yeah. So like. so he she finally like he convinces her that he did the right thing. And she's like, maybe I could still date that one guy who's kind of okay. And he's like, sure, but like we're definitely not saying you're gonna get married to him. And then like the and then they're just out of the show for the last couple episodes because they're just done. And then they have like a recap that's like she's not dating that guy. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was just not in. She was off the show. Yeah. So the dad because like the producer just couldn't find somebody that wasn't fucking bald. <laughs> like they I don't found, understand. They found well, I mean, one bald guy. you gotta find people that are what, sign up in the oh. geographic region that like would want to get married. I mean, it's not like if you're pulling yeah. from like a. The whole nation. As we discussed, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I know the pool is, is extremely thin. Right? Yeah, there's nobody in the pool because it's an unknown show with no budget. Yeah, in so, Charleston, South Carolina. In like, well, there's, they're in New York. Oh, they're in New York. They're the Wait. ones in New York. Oh, so the show's in different like. So, yeah. So, okay, got it. Got it. Married, married first sight girls in South Carolina. That person's in New York. The actor guy's in L.A. And then the guy who wasn't in the episode you saw is in Denver. And okay. so, so that guy, we'll go through real quick. He basically, he's this outdoorsy guy. Seems like kind of a jerk. And so he is totally a jerk. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's he, a reason why no one's marrying that guy. Yeah, oh, he man, be, Chris feels passionate here. He d- so at first he seems like kind of a jerk, and then yeah. he, so he goes and his parents pick these two girls, and they go on a date with him. These are great girls. These too. are great girls, and like one of them actually really gets along well with him, and like he's kind of like trying to give her some shit, and she's just like giving it back. And so the parents pick her, like she's great. As soon as they pick her, the guy's like, out. He's just like, he's like not even like trying to really be that nice to her and doesn't seem that, she's like, you excited to get married? And he's like, yeah. And then basically like he tells the dad the next day, he's like, I I don't, I don't think I should do this. I think it's a bad idea. And the dad's like, what do you mean? We came all the way out and like we had to travel to come here and we found this amazing woman. What are you doing? And the guy just goes, nah. There's an interview with the producer. She's like, are you ever going to get married? And he's like, I don't know. What? (laughs) And so this woman really likes the parents. And so she actually makes a point to come say goodbye to the parents. And she's like, I'll be in touch with you guys. Even though he doesn't want to date her even and do anything. But she's saying she's still going to be in touch with the parents because they got along so great. That's nice. This guy is just a terrible person. Why, Why is this guy on the show? Unclear, right? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. But realistically, the guy just didn't think she was attractive enough and then didn't want to get married to her. And then, like, that's, like, from what I could tell, that's what it is. And he's a fucking jerk. Like, <laughs> asshole. He, he, 
he he gives off of that kind of vibe. I obviously don't know that guy. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But like he was like a total waste in the show. Like you, nothing really interesting happened with him. Yeah. His stories are pretty boring. There's a reason why he wasn't on the first episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so basically so. that guy just sucks and you're like, well, okay. It's just like it's it's so funny to me that like 75% of the cases the show did not achieve the goal of the show. 50% of the sh- the cases they didn't even get married. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. So nuts. That's yeah. so crazy. Look like the, the only successful one was the Married at First Sight one. So if anyone here listening was thinking about going on Married Mom and Dad, just go on Married at First Sight. I, I, it's I may, a I'm, way better thing. I may have a slight update on season two. <laughs> oh, okay. Mar- Mar- Married Mar- Mom and Dad season yeah, two? Yeah. Hit Wait, me. there's a season two? Yeah. yeah I was yeah, just going to ask, is the show going to get canceled? No, no. We just watched season one. There's also been a season two. Well, we got to talk. Let's, let's save that one for next week. Let's, okay. let's, let's finish off season one. There's right. one more couple. Of Chris, get, let's get into the, the last guy, LA guy. So last week I talked about this guy and I said this girl didn't seem like she was ready to get married, but it looks like the parents are going to pick her and they did and they they get married and like <laughs> there's also like tons of red flags about this girl where like the family's not invited to the wedding, the the parent like none of the friends are there for the girl like they, they flat up ask her did you tell your family nope did you tell your friends nope are you gonna tell why nope <laughs> it, it's definitely weird not to tell anybody but i could see not having a bunch of friends and family there because you're just in god knows where on this yeah, reality show moves, now she just moved to la recently supposedly and like sure and but here's the thing she's not the crazy one in this couple what? She's really not. Yeah, Ma- Max is Max. You, I think you spoiled Chris's build up a bit, but Max is definitely right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this guy. I I don't know how to describe this guy. They, they so at some point. So this is the guy who kept on talking about this show like it was an opportunity. This was that the op- this yeah. is the opportunity. Okay. This is the trust the process guy. I think. Oh, oh he's trusting <laughs> trust the, the process with all his weird LA friends, and so. After they get married, he's like he's like trying to do it, and she like she seems like she's not really trying that hard, and kind of mentally thinking about how she gets out of the situation. But like, he just, I felt like him. they were growing on each other a little bit, but like I don't know if that was like the show. Like he was, like, defi- re- he definitely seemed into it, but like the thing is, like he doesn't ask her about anything. He doesn't really seem to want to know about her that much. He's always talking about himself. He's always interested in like, oh, I'm a sommelier. Let's go do a wine thing. I love wine and all this stuff. And she flat up asked one point, what's something about me you want to know that you don't know yet? And he asks her a question about what she thinks about him. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. But it's pretty at, self-absorbed. Pretty self-absorbed. But then it goes way, way, way off the rails in a very unexpected way. It does. It does. Uh, you, like, you take it. You, you want you, me to take you, it? You, you take it. <laughs> so she finally brings a couple of her friends over to meet him. And they get super drunk. They're doing beer pong. They're doing shots. And oh, you can man. clearly oh. tell. You can clearly tell he's like pretty drunk. And then the friend, and so he's got this r- roommate he's lived with for a long time that is talks with his like his best friend, and he's like, and the wife moves him's like, man, he really like likes that friend of his and stuff. So the the friend of the wife asks, hey, is that guy gay? <laughs> And and so the uh, friend does not handle that question. The friend is like sort of like like he's caught of like oh uh uh uh, uh. yeah. This but is then, the craziest part. It's like the friend just like oh man like he just tries to dodge the up. question. Yeah, he tries to dodge the question, and then the 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 husband, the LA guy, comes back out, and he is angry. 
he's like that how dare he keeps saying question my sexuality which is like how do you question my character like that it feels like what he's saying oh and yeah so he really like you know one like there's no interpretation of this that really comes out well for him but like his reaction is so bad oh and then he wants the wife to like kick the friend out because she's like such, said such a terrible thing and the wife's like i don't really want to get into this like crazy situation right so he leaves and storms off and he's mad at the wife because the wife didn't defend him the way she should have wow and then That's like nuts. the finale is so bad because it's half the show is just them arguing about him saying she's terrible and her kind of trying to point out like hey I think we kind of maybe both were not great in that situation. He's like, no, no, I was fine and you were terrible. <laughs> and at one wow. point she's like, did you think about what I thought in that situation? He's like, why would I do that? <laughs> oh, no. And then there's even a postscript where he and the f- best friend are just talking about, wow, she's so terrible. And how could she do that and for like forever? <laughs> and it's just like, what, what are you doing in this show? Like super weird, super weird. And yeah, he, d- he did not, uh, he did not leave a good impression by the end of that episode. <laughs> huh. Do you, do you he is crazy. Like, yeah, I was, I was gonna ask, like, do, do you think it was, like, cut in such a way that it, like, made it worse? Or, like, it just genuinely just... It was cut right? in a way that made him look somewhat positive, And that's oh, saying a lot. Yeah. For, like, how negative this is <laughs> actually was. I, I, I do feel like they were trying to cut it to make it look more even. Mm-hmm. When really it was like, this guy is the worst. Yeah, the girl just like pretty much after that just nopes out. She takes all her stuff and leaves. Yeah, and she like drops the ring. And then there's a thing later that's like they haven't spoken since that time. And they're like, but like the the Chiron's changed to ex-husband, ex-wife. So it's like if they were legally married, you think they would have had to have something happen to break it off. That's what makes me think. Splitting of things and lawyers involved or prenups. Yeah, that's what makes me think. I mean, in that amount of time, you can probably have an annulment. So I would guess. So uh, I found an article about somebody in the second season. I'm not saying who, but uh, they checked it. They do have a real marriage license. Oh, so interesting. Hmm. How many is it? Season two is the current. Season season? two just ended. Okay. So, how do you guys feel about season one? Like looking back at it. I feel there's a good show in here, but it doesn't. doesn't There's too many episodes. Like if you cut it down from ten to like eight, I think it would be a stronger show. There's definitely like a lot of reality show dragging that like kind of annoyed me. There's a lot more like recapping and coming up and stuff. Yes, there's a lot of you know reality recapping and stuff. Uh, But like. I think that it was like these people felt genuine and it felt like, hey, let's just get these people together and see what happens, which I enjoyed without right. like a lot of producer like input. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas like I don't really like highly produced stuff. I'd rather see what happens with like the more people documentary esque. Yeah. yeah, this wasn't like a documentary. This is definitely producers like creating these scenarios, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like hey, let's remove the internet from 40 guys and then like see what kind of things we can film. It was, it was, it was raw, is what you're saying. <laughs> it felt, these people felt more genuine than most reality shows. That's true. Even though like these people are like, let's get married and they're generally not like the most normal people to like sign up for something like that. Uh, although some of them I seem to think are more normal than others, but some of them are clearly 
reasons why they're not married. Mm. Yep. And uh, season two definitely takes that to the next level. <laughs> oh boy! Is there any uh, email or Twitter handles that go out? And it's like, if it doesn't work out, you can always email them. <laughs> no, no, there's no if you are the one email. I feel like that should be the thing with it. As we've what show was that the, the Japanese one or something? Yeah, yeah. Chinese. Chinese. If you are the one. Yeah, I, I really like that element. Oh, totally. It's <laughs> like great. it didn't work out. It's just like all right, well. Well, email I mean, <laughs> so on the show we just watched, you could go see the Twitter handle of the uh, the opera guy. Yeah. So that's kind of the American. I, I feel like you're providing perverse incentives to come on these shows. Some some of them would be okay, but some of them would be like, yeah, I didn't really want to get married. I just want my email out there. Like, the, if you are the one, clearly most of those people on the show are just to get their email out there. Well, like the the email is just for whatever you're on whatever show for. So if you're on some singing show, then people can just email you to book you for stuff. If you're on yeah, like yeah. a dating show. There should definitely be like more of like, an email for anyone on reality it's shows. Just, I don't like it's it. just a disaster if you're on actual TV and that kind of thing happens. Like, it's yeah, it's too crazy. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I thought it was fine. I would still probably put it in the top third just because I think it was really entertaining. Okay. Uh, and I mean, you're continuing to watch it, so yeah. Seems. I, <laughs> see, we'll talk about season two next week. Cool. Cool. I, I thought it had some ups and downs. Like, I thought like getting into the finale i thought it was picking up again but then like i didn't want to watch that la guy and his fake wife it was way too long it was this finale shouldn't have been two hours and they they spent way too much time on that thing and the the artificialness of the timeline started to bug me of them like you know well the, the wedding's now in three days it's like why is the wedding have to be in three days like that that doesn't seem to make sense and so that it's like the part where they're actually going from they've picked the woman or guy to the wedding i felt was the weakest part but the married so what i can say is that season two they do the married at first sight so like they'll well, everybody's cut, married by mom and dad at first sight so they cut out that whole like awkward like let's meet and see if you actually want to get married oh, like piece so it's just like nope you're getting like you're just getting married so and that I think that that was a much better way to do it. It was like you get the parents' conversation, and then you've got you know, there's no awkward you know they meet and then oh let me back out of this. We like that's essentially what happened. So what you're saying is there's there's they found a way to force more people to get married. Essentially, I mean, okay. <laughs> essentially. Well, but it's still up to the parents. Like unlike Married at First Sight, which is the producers and you know whatever Dr. Pepper research, Dr. Pepper they do. Uh, it sounded weird when I said it like that. <laughs> well, that uh, was in the case. Right? just the parents trying to make a you know inform like uninformed decision based off of three videos they see of some you've, dudes. You've basically taken any decision making or judgment away from the the bride and groom, right? Yeah. Well, Harrison's still not going to be happy with season two because <laughs> they say dozens of videos. Dozens. <laughs> they literally <laughs> said dozens of videos. Man, that's nuts. <laughs> All right. Is anyone else anything else I want to talk about? All right. Well, you can follow us on Twitter at Who Put This On. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Who Put This On. Can you email us questions at Who Put This On at gmail.com. Please rate us on iTunes. And uh, I don't know what we're watching next week. It's uh, right after 4th of July. We'll try and squeeze one in. T- tweet at us. Maybe we're taking listener feedback for next week. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, we'll see you guys next time.